if we don't confront evil with the power of the gospel, then we're in big trouble. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance and clarity in the midst of the world that we live in. I doubt that any short podcast is going to give you that balance and clarity to last forever and ever. The simple hope is that each week we can help you to take a step forward. 2020, what a year to learn some things. And I thought I would take this week and reflect on five things that I think I'm learning in the midst of the year 2020 with the hope of sparking within you a list of 10 to 15 things that you are also learning in the midst of the year 2020. And then my hope is that you'll share those in the comments, maybe even share them in a positive rating of this podcast, or more importantly, that you'll pray about these things and discuss them with your family and your friends. You might accuse me at the end of my list of five things of having actually just about one thing that I'm learning or reflecting on. And if you said that to me, I wouldn't be so offended. But here we go. Number one, nothing is sound. 2020 is a year where we're realizing that many of the things that we take for granted as being fixtures that are immovable um, are, are not so immovable and that nothing can be taken for granted and that it could all at any moment fall apart. I'm not trying to stress you out here. As a matter of fact, I think 2020 is kind of the year of exposure therapy. Exposure therapy is when you take the thing that somebody's terrified of, that's the cause of their anxiety, and you expose them to it so that they can realize, you know what, even exposed to this thing that I thought was going to be the end of me, I'm okay. And 2020 has taught us that nothing is sound and that we don't have to live in a constant state of terror, even though that's the case. While nothing is sound, um, there is, and I'll get to this in one of my later points, something that is sound. So if there are listeners out there, as I imagine there are, who have lost jobs, who have just experienced major cataclysmic shifts of their family life in the midst of the world amid COVID-19 and the other things that are happening, um, we're still we're still okay. And, and I don't mean we're okay like we're not hurting. What I mean is that our ultimate happiness, um, the ultimate thing that we're made for, the goodness that, that God has in store for us, has not and cannot be thwarted. And so nothing is sound and we don't have to live in a state of constant terror. Number two, um, we tend toward comfort and complacency. So I would say before mid-March, there were a lot of things that we were comfortable and complacent about. And what I've discovered for myself in the midst of quarantine and the months that follow is that we look for the thing that's going to give us that sense of comfort and then we try to get complacent in it. And 2020 has made it hard to stick in that complacency because as soon as you get used to something, then, you know, it might just uh, not be there for, for so long. And so quarantine was a time where, um, a lot of Netflix was watched and a lot of pounds were consumed. And I, I, I found out in an article yesterday that there, there's a shortage of, of cans because people are drinking so much beer. Um, and, and not that some level of comfort is, is bad because there, there's a way that God can even work toward those things that, you know, a, a good beer now and then, um, a good snack now and then can be a great reminder of God's love and goodness and should point us toward him. But we tend to just get stuck in a glut of those things and they become a hindrance to our relationship with God rather than an invitation deeper into it. And 2020 has been, um, I guess, just some testing grounds on a more intense way for how all that works. And if we pay attention to our habits, um, maybe we can find an outroad and an inroad toward growing in virtue. Um, in the midst of discomfort, 
to, and I find myself sometimes like, man, the world is so messed up. I don't need to do penance right now. Penance is just being thrust upon us. But sometimes that's the best time to do penance. It's the time to say, all right, I'm already uncomfortable in God with what I can control. I'm going to sacrifice to you this thing that could make me comfortable in this moment. And I'm going to rely only on you because I don't live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. 2020, good time to grow in that stuff. Number three, all things pass away, but God never changes. And I know this sounds a lot like number one, where I said nothing is sound, but this one, I want to really emphasize that God alone is enough. And there's this, I guess I I would call it a prayer. It's really lines written in the breviary of St. Teresa of Avila. I think I did a whole episode on this, uh, maybe a year plus back, but it goes like this. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. All things pass away. God never changes. Patience attains all things. The one who has God finds that they lack nothing. God alone suffices or God alone is enough. And wow, 2020 has been a great teacher on this, that so many things pass away and yet God is unchangeable in the midst of these circumstances or any that we may face. Number four, I think 2020 has taught us that if we don't confront evil with the power of the gospel, then we're in big trouble. If we don't confront injustice, if we don't confront evil, then other things will confront evil and maybe even confront evil with confusion or uh, incomplete ideas. And I think 2020 is a year for the whole Christian community to reflect on how we can best respond with the logic of Matthew 5, the logic of the Beatitudes and the Sermon on the Mount, with um, with the very force of the Holy Spirit, how we can respond to the injustices of our day. Because if we don't, then somebody will. And what they respond with may not be in keeping with the good and the true and the beautiful. So we we best respond. Of course, I'm speaking here. I'm not going to like speak in code. I'm talking about race in America. And it's very important for us to, to take a good look at the evil of racism and to confront it with the gospel, to confront it with goodness and beauty and truth, to confront it with the Holy Spirit, to confront it with, with the tradition of the church, um, with Catholic social teaching, and to do so in a way that is more powerful and robust than any other ideology that is out there. Because actually, if we do that, we're not confronting it with an ideology. We're bringing the cross. We're bringing Jesus himself, who not only said that that uh, not a sparrow falls from the sky without our Heavenly Father knowing, but who died and sacrificed himself for men of, of every every race, color, creed. And uh, we, we got to start putting our money where our mouths are. And 2020 is a place for us to do that more powerfully than ever. And number five, um, maybe less important, but still pretty important. I think 2020 has taught us that technology can sure do some things. We've been able to maintain contact with family and friends, um, even face contact when we're quarantined. We've been able to run things in our parishes um, that would formerly have just been all the way canceled if COVID-19 had happened, say, ten, even 10 years ago. Um, and technology can do some things, but technology cannot do all things. I think 2020 has been an invitation for us to have a gut check moment about about our relationship with tech. Um, And we can be very thankful to God that we have the ability to, let's say, um, run a Bible study via um, Ascension's awesome new platform that we've been working on. And with some help from 
whether whether Zoom or Google Meet or a good old-fashioned phone call, we can maintain small groups. And there's a lot that we can do, but, 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 but it's not the same, right? It's not that technology takes the place of face-to-face contact. It's that um, we need to take a look at the tools that we have and use those tools to the end for which God intended them. And I think 2020 has been a lesson for us and and how, how hopefully to ensure that technology does not become toxic and addictive. And there, if you're not learning that, if you're finding yourself sucked more and more in, 2020 is a time for you to make a commitment to grow in virtue, to be able to make your phone, your tablet, your computer, your overhead projector, your rudimentary forms of technology, whatever they are, to make them at the service of the gospel and not your master. So um, those are five things that I've been reflecting on, and I hope that list is somewhat helpful to you. Even if you're listening to me talk and you're thinking, oh yeah, but I've got, I've got, I'll see your list of five and I've got 10 more profound and and heart melting things that I'm learning in 2020. I I hope so. Um, Again, share about those things. Let's continue to talk about it. Continue to pray for one another. For Ascension, I'm Colin McIver reminding you to take a step forward. 